A lot of baseball conversation, Cubs and Sox getting underway. And uh, it's always great to talk to John Lester. He started everything when he signed with the Cubs back in 2015. He led them to a World Series in 2016. And uh, he joins us right now on the Corona Hotline. John, always great to talk to you. So does spring training get old or is it still as good as it's ever been? No, man, I love spring training. It's it's a good time of the year. You know, you, you uh, obviously last year we had a, a longer off season, so you know to get back out here, get some warm weather, and uh, get around the guys is, is always fun. Um, you know, I think when you the, the more and more you do, you know, you kind of figure out what works and what doesn't work, and kind of that routine. But yeah, man, it's good. It's good to be back. It's good to be around the guys, and um, you know, a lot of energy, a lot of focus at camp right now, and I think guys are excited to go. John, how is camp different with, with David Ross in charge versus what you experienced the last several years with Joe? Uh, well, I mean, I think that's, that's kind of comparing apples and oranges. Um, you know, and I think they both have their unique ways of going about business. And, and um, I, I, I love the way Joe did things uh, when, he, when he was here. It was, it was always a pleasure to have camp with him and the season and all that. Um, you know, I think Rossi just being new to everything, I think is, you know, he's going to be more energetic. He's going to be uh, kind of more in your face as, as far as some things. But um, the way camp's going right now is great. I think guys are excited. Um, guys are focused on, on the stuff they need to get done. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you can really compare. I mean, it's just two different styles that that uh, kind of go about things in different ways and, and both uh, very positive ways. John Lester joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. More to that, I mean, have you noticed a difference between David Ross, the player, and the guy who came over with you and you've played with in Boston versus David Ross, the manager, or is he the same guy? Uh, same guy, just different title. I think that's what's been uh, fun to see uh, so far. Um, he expects the same thing that he expected out of me when we when we played together for five days. So, um you know, the accountability, the, the effort, the preparation, um, the focus, the attention to detail. Um, and that was stuff that he always prided himself on. And he, he made sure that I was locked into those as well on the, on the days I pitched. And uh, that's carrying over to him being uh, kind of the same guy as, as far as on the field with us right now. Um, one thing I've been surprised with is, is you know, he, he hasn't changed uh, because he has a new title. And I think that's, that's hard for anybody. Um, you know, when you you get promotions or you move up, and and to not feel like you have to change that uh, the stuff that he has done to this point in his life and and in his career is going to work in, in just a different title. Can you still bust his chops, or can you not do that now because he's your manager and not just your catcher? No, you know you can. I mean, he's he's still. I think that's what's going to make everything unique. You know, I think he, he between the lines and when you're here. You know he like, he's your boss, and and you're you're respectful of that, and um, you know all that. But when it comes down to it, we're also you know you're still buddies, and you still have to keep um, everybody accountable. You know uh, that that goes for the players to to the manager to the other coaches. So yeah, we can give him a hard time, joke with him. He's still the same guy. Um, you know, I think when when the lights turn on and we get going, it's you know things are going to change a little bit, but I think it's all going to be for the good. Waddle and I were debating this yesterday in the wake of a lot of comparisons because of Joe and now because of David Ross. You played for at least a handful of managers. Like, how much of a difference does a manager make at the end of a day, uh, whether the club was good or not? Um, 
I think a lot. I mean, I think, you know, the managers, the team is the extension of the manager. Um, you know, and I, I, I've been fortunate enough to play for a lot of good ones. Um, and, and so is, so is Rossi. And I think he's using those experiences, uh, from guys like Terry Francona, from guys like John Farrell, um, you know, guys like Joe, obviously the most recent one, uh, to, to kind of, you know, kind of figure out his way. Um, I think the biggest thing is, is you, you, you earn that respect from your players and, and all those guys have, and Joe definitely did that. And, you know, obviously see Rossi doing that as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're just an extension of him going out there and playing and, and hopefully we do that well for him this year. John, Javi talked about preparation. I know the front office has talked about accountability the last year or so, but from a veteran's perspective, why didn't you guys get to where you needed to be and wanted to be last year? Uh, I mean, if we knew that, we would have moved on further than what we did. <laughs> you know, um, baseball's a funny sport, man. That's why we play 162 of them. And, uh, you know, I've been a part of, you know, close to 100 lost teams. I've been part of teams that have, you know, won 100 plus games. Uh, I've been a part of teams that have missed the playoffs by one game. And, um, you know, I've been a part of a lot of things. And I think if you knew what made each team special as far as the ones that go on and, and actually win, then you'd be able to duplicate that every year um, or replicate that every year. And it's just hard, man. You got to battle injuries. You got guys that, that try to fight through things throughout the year and they can't. And um, you got to have a little bit of a luck. You got to have everybody going. Um, you know, like I said, if it, if it was one thing, right. you, know, you could put your finger on it, we would fix it and move on and, and be better. And, and sometimes you just can't fix those areas. And, and uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to. And, and, you know, we as a result, we had a longer offseason. Personally, John, how do you feel about your 2019 performance and how will that affect you going forward and what you expect in 2020? Uh, I mean, I was obviously not very good last year. Um, you know, kind of an example of a couple different things that, you know, if I could have put a finger on it either earlier or put a finger on it at all, I would have fixed it and hopefully have been a better pitcher than I was last year. But, um, you know, bad year. Um, learned a lot about, you know, moving forward of you know, getting older and, and figuring out what I have and don't have and what I can and can't do. And, um, you know, you just learn from it, move on. And, and this year I feel good. Everything's been going well. Um, my off-season program was great. Throwing actually was good starting this year, so um, and I'm just I'm looking forward to to 20. Um, you know, not only personally but for this team, I think we uh, I think we're in a good place. That's good to hear, John Lester joining us, Waddle and Selvi on ESPN 1000. You just mentioned getting older. I mean, you're 36, so like you know, the question comes up: Hey, what does John Lester have left in the tank? What do you respond with? Uh, I mean, a lot. I mean, like I said, I, I feel good. My programs went good this good this off season. Um, you know, I feel like I'm in a better place right now than I was, you know, this time last year. As far as uh, physically, mechanically, um, the way the balls kind of responding to what I'm trying to do uh, on the mound right now. So, I mean, I don't know if that translates into anything going forward. You know, I mean, that's the whole point of this season and and working to get to that. But you know, right now feels good and hopefully can continue to build off of what, what we've been doing. 
Uh, John, when we talked to you last year at spring training, you told us, look, you, you lead by example. You, you're not often a, a rah-rah guy. Chris Bryant this offseason has gone through a lot of trade rumors. You dealt with that in Boston, and you did get traded. Will you give or have you given any advice to Chris Bryant on how to deal with all this? I think Chris is fine. Um, he's a big boy, you know. I mean, he's – I think the first time you hear your name, you get a little surprised and you, you kind of ask some questions. But, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, he's done a very good job of, of separating – the business aspect of this game and then the personal aspect that, that we all really love to be a part of. Um, you know, it sucks sometimes when you have that reality of this is actually a business and, um, you know, the, the, the Cubs are trying to run the Cubs the best way they can. And if that was uh, to involve him in a trade or any of us in a trade, um, you know, I, it, it's hard at first, but it's something you just kind of, you kind of figure out as you go, and I think he's done a good job answering questions about it. Um, I think he feels like he's in a good place. He looks good. Um, you know, in drills today, it looks like just normal old Chris out there smiling and, and enjoying the game. So, um, I mean, if he ever asks me for advice, then, then I'm there for him. But I think when somebody is dealing with it pretty well like he is, um, you know, you don't want to you don't want to beat a dead horse for, for lack of a better – Better term. You hit a couple of times during our talk right now about 19, and I thought after, the, as a Cubs fan, after the 19 season, that Theo would really go to work. Are you surprised at the lack of change at all with personnel? No, we got a good team. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I mean, I think people just sometimes want change to change. You know, uh, no real reason behind it. Just the fact that you just want something new. Um, we have a very good team. I mean, we have three guys that are going to be perennial all-stars every year or should be perennial all-stars every year. Um, now, with that being said, we, we need we need those guys to be healthy. You know, I need Chris Bryant to be healthy. I need Javi to be healthy. I need Riz to be healthy. And when they're able to stay in their legs and, and be healthy in that aspect of their game, then you'll see the talent. You'll see the, the production come out. Um you know, you got you coming off a uh, an injury year, and then kind of trying to figure out himself again. And I think he did that, and I'm excited for his for his 20 campaign to see what he can really do and, and get after it and uh, get Kimbrel back into what he is. Um, you know, that's a hard position we put him in last year to come in. That's never really worked out, and I, I'm excited for him. I mean, man, we got a good team. I mean, I know we have some questions, and all teams have questions. You never have a full 100% roster where you're like, yeah, this is the guy at every position. Um, but I, I love our guys. I love the way we compete. Um, I love I love our attitude where we're at, and everybody seems in a good place and getting stuff done and working hard. John, bigger picture, what, what bothers you most about this Astros cheating scandal? I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of... I don't know. I I I, I want to get back to just talking about 2020 and 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 the game that's in front of us. And um, I know it sucks, and and we're never really going to probably have full answers on it. Um, but you know, I, like I've said before, there's nothing we can really do about it anymore. I mean, the the, the commissioner has come down and and made his decisions on punishments, and you know, I mean, it's it, it is what it is. We just got to kind of obviously, I. Not very happy about it, but right. uh, I just don't. I don't really. 
don't really want to continue right. talking about it. It's just it's it's getting old now. Do for you me. do you feel that a lot of the guys at, at camp feel the same way? And do you think it'll be fairly easy when this season begins to move on from this? And this is not going to be something you guys are even thinking about. I don't think anybody here's thinking about it, other until somebody asks them about it. Right. You know, I think we're worried about the Cubs. I said that the first day. Like I'm worried about how we can get better as a team, the Chicago Cubs. I don't care about any of the other 29 teams right now. Because um, at the end of the day, we got to take care of ourselves and we got to play as a team and play together um, and play hard. And, and that's what I care about. I don't care about anything else that goes on, um, you know, around the league right now. Is I'm focused on these guys and and this team and and you know, getting off to a good start and and, and doing the things that we need to do. So it sounds like just to wrap up that uh, you think 2020 and the 2020 Cubs could be holding up a big piece of metal at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, how about that one? Um, it's not a it's not a bad looking piece of metal, is it? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very confident in our guys. I don't see why we can't. I mean, I don't understand. I know we had a bad year, but um, you know, I don't think we're we deserve to be written off yet. Uh, I think we're a very talented team. Um, you know. All 30 teams are World Series contenders starting day one. So I think we're just as good as anybody else. And I think our attention to detail and, and preparation and uh, accountability and, and just everything that, that we're doing right now is, is going in the right direction. John, we always appreciate the chats. Thanks so much. Thanks, John. All right, guys.